Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up today, Arizona's top Republican calls it quits after an embarrassing audio tape is released. There are very powerful people who want to keep you out. Oh, no, they do. More EV charging stations are on the way in Arizona. And the government says no to a call for more jaguars. The service says the recovery of the species could be achieved without the presence of jaguars in the Gila National Forest. First, though, the head of the Arizona Republican Party, Jeff DeWitt, announced his resignation one day after a recording leaked in which the GOP chair appears to be offering Senate hopeful Carrie Lake a bribe to take a break from politics. Danielle Kamara has more. In a statement Wednesday, DeWitt says he decided to resign after receiving an ultimatum from Lake's team that if he didn't, there would be a new and more damaging recording released. In the recording made public by the Daily Mail on Tuesday, he tells Lake people who he won't name want her to stay out for two years. There are very powerful people who want to keep you out. Oh no, they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So, this conversation never happened. This is crazy, though. They should want me. The recording was made last March. DeWitt says it was selectively edited. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. The Cochise County Board of Supervisors voted this week to make Democratic Supervisor Ann English the new chair of the board starting at their next meeting. Republican Chair Peggy Judd nominated English to take over. I will vote aye. Um for the pure fact that we we need to maintain decorum in this chamber, and we will, and I think this is the best choice for that. Both Judd and fellow Republican Supervisor Tom Crosby were indicted by a state grand jury on felony counts relating to interference with an election officer and conspiracy. Last year, the Arizona Attorney General warned the board multiple times about potential open meeting law violations. Congressman Raul Grijalva met with teachers and principals from Tucson schools to discuss possible education cuts in Congress. Grijalva criticized the House Republicans' proposed education budget that seeks to cut federal education spending by 28 percent. My concern is that we're going to go back, we're going to have some convoluted budget deal, and the people that will be hurt will be our public schools here in Tucson and the kids that depend on those public schools for their education. Although most public school funding comes from the states, the Republican budget proposes an 80% cut to Title I funding, which provides extra federal money to schools where a high percentage of students come from low-income families. Tucson educators say that Title I funding is a lifeline for staffing their classrooms and teacher development programs as they continue to recover from the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. An appeals court ruling has revived a lawsuit brought by the government of Mexico against U.S. gun manufacturers. Alisa Resnick reports Mexico filed a $10 billion lawsuit against Smith & Wesson brands, Beretta, and other gun makers in 2021. The suit argues that more than 500,000 guns are trafficked into Mexico every year, and U.S. companies design, market, and sell guns in ways that arm drug cartels and drive up gun violence there. A lower court dismissed the case in 2022 on the grounds that companies are protected by a U.S. law that shields them from lawsuits. But a three-judge panel at the First Circuit Court overturned that ruling this week. 
Consul of Mexico in Tucson, Rafael Barcelo, says it's a welcome development. There are three judges uh, who actually agreed with Mexico's argument in the sense that the companies do not have immunity for this case and must answer for their actions in court. The circuit court ruling says while the U.S. law does protect companies against some types of claims, it does not extend to the type of claim brought by Mexico. In Tucson, I'm Elisa Resnick. The Arizona Department of Transportation is taking the first major step toward establishing a statewide network of electric vehicle charging stations. ADOT is asking for bids from private entities to build or upgrade stations along interstate highways. All those stations will be privately owned and operated, with federal funds covering 80% of construction costs and the private developer paying 20%. The National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Program has allocated $5 billion nationwide and about $76 million for Arizona. No state funds will be involved in the construction of the charging stations, but ADOT is looking to have 21 stations ready by 2025. The Center for Biological Diversity says the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has rejected a petition to reintroduce jaguars into the Gila National Forest in New Mexico. Katya Mendoza reports. The center's petition called for fish and wildlife to designate critical habitat in areas in Arizona and New Mexico and provide connectivity between the Gila National Forest and the jaguar population in northern Mexico. In a letter to the conservation group, the service says the recovery of the species could be achieved without the presence of jaguars in the Gila National Forest. The center disputes the claim, saying that this rationale ignores jaguar experts' findings claiming 20 million acres in Arizona and New Mexico are a suitable habitat for a breeding population. The service's letter also says that the expansion of jaguar critical habitat would be evaluated separately from their reintroduction. I'm Katia Mendoza, AZPM News. Immigration and Customs Enforcement personnel will start wearing body cameras during arrests and other agency activities. That's according to a new directive from the Department of Homeland Security. DHS rolled out a body camera policy last May and has conducted pilot programs within its various agencies for the last few years. It's part of a Biden administration effort to boost transparency and accountability to the public. Border Patrol agents are also required to use the cameras during some operations in Arizona and elsewhere. DHS says ICE personnel will be required to use the cameras when doing things like serving arrest warrants and removal orders. Over the next few months, select groups of ICE personnel will begin wearing the cameras, but the agency says there currently aren't enough available to distribute to all the staff. And that should catch you up on what we've covered today at the Arizona Public Media Newsroom. Thanks for joining me. Be sure to subscribe to AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back tomorrow.